Talking Sex Live is recorded in front of a live audience. This show is for mature listeners only. Hello, you're Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane. I'm Diane. And I am Chet. And we are just a couple who's had a whole lot of sex. We are not licensed sexual therapists in any way. And we want to share our knowledge with the world. Uh, we are a married couple, and we are happy. And uh, it's a Saturday night. We're streaming live on Twitch, and we're also recording for podcast and also for YouTube. And we are joined by our awesome friend and producer Wells. How are you doing tonight, Wells? I am well, Chet and Diane. I have not had that much sex. I am just a podcast producer, but I will try to share what I know as well with our audience. Yeah, I, I, I went a little long on that whole explanation there. <laughs> I kind of like I was going to reiterate it multiple times just in case no <laughs> anybody didn't know what our that deal you was. You have had a lot of. We've sex. had yes, a lot of sex, a whole lot of sex, and it is uh, it's a little warm tonight. Uh, but speaking. Speaking of the warmth, uh, my good friend Richard Colby Dick is outside right now. He's still out on campus at UCLA mm. doing his research. How are you doing tonight, Dick? I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm flattered that you thought of me when describing warmth. Well, yeah, you are you are mm. a warm friend to us, and I we do enjoy you uh, as a guest expert on the show here, and. Uh, if, for those who were just now tuning in for the first time, Richard is our our gay health and relationship expert, and he is uh, here to help us out with uh, the whole uh, part of the LGBTQ community. What, what are you pointing at there? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> is, are those two penises that you're so holding up is. with your fingers there? Well, they're the same. That's what's uh, important. Yes, they're, uh. they're two, yes, two outies there uh, touching each other. Um, so how, how have you been? Are you, you're waiting for uh, school to start at UCLA there? Yeah, I am. It's, I, I kind of miss, I miss the camaraderie of, of all uh, the nice gentlemen that I've been living with in the dorms, mm -hmm. but it's a nice night out. I thought I'd take a walk around and, you know, caught myself here when, when, uh, needed to call in. So I hope you don't mind. Nope, no. Nope. Nice Do you know view. what's going on with the mayor in Renee? Uh, is it Luskin School of Public Affairs building, or you just chose? To, that's just where you happen to stop and set up your little uh, had a chair light there. On. I oh. wanted to make. I just, uh, you know, kind of like a moth to the flame. I was just mm. that. Well, maybe something interesting is going on in there, but it's locked. Ah. Uh. Uh, and Wells, how, how have you been? Uh, you, we had a fun time in the last show where you uh, incorrectly named a lot of uh, oh. sex toys. Um, Didn't I bat like 500? You did. You bat right at 500. You technically won on a technicality, but we'll, we'll go ahead and give you that. Uh, so, But uh, how, how's everything going with you? I'm well. You know, just mm -hmm. trying to balance all of my six podcasts um, that I'm editing. Mm -hmm. And... Um, including a political one. People are more bullish about the Democrats now. What, what do you and mean about that? Have, uh, about their chances in the midterms. Oh, got it. Oh, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. We forget, Wells is a very political guy. Uh, we don't know who's um, calling into the show. 
if what whatever who's listening to the show. So we try to remain neutral, but we mm-hmm. like to think the majority of our base is uh, more liberal since it is a sexual talk show. Uh, more uh, that we don't. I, I, can't I would imagine. assume that the yeah. base that calls in is more liberal. I, yeah. I bet you there's a bunch of conservative people who listen. Yes, yes. They, they, they are like closeted, like open about their sexuality. But when they're around friends, they will go ahead and, and discuss only thing. They, they'll, they will shame it or, or, or talk the opposite. Well, we have been pretty unapologetically pro-choice on this show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you can say we've stayed neutral. <laughs> that is correct so yeah uh but um when it comes and to lgbtq yeah mm-hmm. well i mean there, there are republicans who have uh who, who gay are, family members yeah gay family <laughs> i wouldn't say um we yes we are very liberal on this show i i, I would say that so we were definitely not a conservative talk show because we talk about sex a lot so but um well, I guess that's a good uh, segue into our our topic for tonight. We're going to be talking about our uh, sex news. What's going on in the news with sex news? So here's our graphic. Yay, sex mm. news! And then it has the uh, the people having sex, and it spells out sex news for those who are listening to the podcast. But anyways, oh, that is not the right one. Oh, we went um, to sex toy. Yeah, I went to the sex toy one. But anyways, so we, uh, tonight's topic, we're going to talk about the monkeypox vaccine uh, before we get to any callers there. So, uh, uh, Dick, you you have some firsthand knowledge of this because you were actually given, was it, was it an email about uh, that, saying that you might be, you're eligible for the vaccine or is that correct? Oh, yeah. No, I have the email up in, in front of me mm-hmm. on my phone. Uh, it's from, it's from you know, L.A. County, and monkeypox vaccine is available to persons who self-attest to being in the following high-risk groups, and there are two groups. Mm-hmm. One, gay bisexual men and transgender people who had multiple or anonymous sex pa- partners in the past 14 days. So huh. if you have multiple anonymous sex partners outside of 14 days, you're good. You don't need the vaccine apparently it seems weird why huh. why trans um i, I don't i guess it did the whole debate on like who's a I, I feel like if you're a trans person you're not necessarily like gay or like you could be either gay or straight like you're you're I, it just seems odd to me to to lump in i mean yeah I, there's there's some reasoning that i am unaware of i'm just more curious about the reasoning behind that so yeah, well, we're, we're gonna, I think we'd venture into into um, controversial territory, but but there is probably a correlation between sexually transmitted diseases and uh, floor starting in the gay community, even though they're not like it's not like you have to be gay in order to get the disease, mm-hmm. but there's probably a reason why certain things. Um, seem to or like show up there first and then that seems to be highest uh the population with the highest risk factor yeah and I, well right because they also say you know you want to uh, people who qualify under category one skin to skin or intimate contact kissing hugging with persons at large venues or events in the past 14 days mm. you know and i think that's probably a reference to the gay bar scene yeah, well, I guess yeah. I guess the fourteen days is saying that there's a big, there's been an outbreak in L.A. and in 
for some reason, I, I guess the gay bar yeah. scene, the trans bar scenes uh, have more people there. It just, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess let's chat a little bit about how the disease is is spread. So skin-to-skin contact also, uh, they've found that a large amount of transmission comes from oral or anal. And so... Uh, you know, gay men typically have more anal sex than straight people. So uh, I don't, but then uh, what happens is at point of um, inoculation is like where you touch uh, an infected area on another person who has monkeypox, then that's the point of inoculation that will begin to have a rash and then you can break out into a fever and then you can have blisters all over your body and it can be really painful. Uh, the death rate's not super high. It's not as uh, severe as smallpox was. Uh, the yeah. smallpox was eradicated in the 80s, but uh, there has been some cases that have uh, came, have come up. But um, so with the monkeypox, this ha- this is something that has come up. Um, I think back in the 90s or the early 2000s. It is it is uh, an African. It came from Africa, I think Nigeria, and uh, as among the in the jungle, there. I, I God, just saying that makes me feel like I'm ignorant. But it, it it really actually came from different animals there, and it's a it's a disease that comes it's it's transmitted from animals to humans and there's a name for that but i forgot but anyway so the it it did already come over here and they had a vaccine they found that modifying the smallpox vaccine can go ahead and um help uh with a vaccine for the monkeypox vaccine wells if i'm saying anything incorrect please correct me because i'm just rambling right now but uh I think Wells is fact-checking Yeah, yeah, he's fact-checking right now. Legal right now. I was like, this guy's an idiot, but yeah. So that is zoonotic transmission. That's what it is called. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so the, it, it was, it did come over into the U.S. back in the, I think the early 2000s, and then it, um, they were, they handed it under control. It actually was, um, came from prairie dogs as no joke they uh, they just transmitted from prairie dogs to humans and uh there was about i think 70 cases or so mm. and then that um what are they doing with their prairie dogs i don't there? know like well, like i guess grabbing them yeah. I, I think that just touching an animal that's infected can get you uh have make you have monkey punk so mm. but this latest strain has been thought to come from uh, from Africa or from, from Africa to Europe, to Europe, to, to the U S. And so, um, and it is seemed to spread predominantly among the homosexual and transgender community. And it's basically from, uh, anal and oral and touching, uh, skin contact. So also you can get it from, uh, different, uh, fabrics or clothing, bedding sex toys, sex toys uh that she somebody else has used that hasn't been washed uh these are all things that can transmit it so it's just it's curious as to why it hasn't jumped over like it's not spread uh as predominantly among uh the heterosexual community if they're having less sex i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> so also it's like it seems like it's um it's people have kind of not thinking of it as a pandemic, like something like we just came out of COVID and, you know, that can be spread very easily, but we're, it's now been kind of lumped into an, like an STI. And it's also been more related to like the, the AIDS 
uh, epidemic back in the early or mid eighties, early nineties, and just have kind of pinned it on like the, the homosexual community, which is completely unfair and not all right. Um, but that's a huge, lot of jabber from, uh, Chet here, but, uh, guys, what, what are your thoughts on all this? Part of the reason scientifically that it spreads more amongst the gay community is, um, well, we're getting kind of technical here at a graphic, but through anal right. sex, a lot of times there's small tears or nicks mm -hmm. in the anus mm -hmm. and that causes bacteria to get in. I'm sure as with HIV, it will yeah, eventually thing. spread to the straight community as well in, mm -hmm. a, in a greater way. Um, and it's in, it's important, of course, that uh, we don't label it as a gay disease as we mm -hmm. did with HIV, which was originally called GRID, yeah, gay-related infectious disease, yeah. because uh, that's bigoted, and it also makes it so that people don't take it seriously. Exactly. Like, anybody can well, get it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get so worried about the notion of it being bigoted. Like, if, you know, at the time, I don't know what we knew about it what was called grids right mm -hmm. and and it wasn't a hell you know it wasn't the greatest time in, in the world <laughs> no like no not at all but we've got we seem to have gotten past that i think the the idea though is if you right now there's a limited number of monkeypox vaccines and so if they're going to go after people who should get vaccinated they're going to go after the highest risk category first regardless of the reason and right now at the moment that seems to be the gay and apparently trans community yeah it's like trying to uh help out the ones who are affected the most and hopefully that will uh kind of curb the spread and i i mean it's if if i had the same kind of logic if i was dealing with the this type of uh pandemic i would probably go the same direction there uh but I, which was on, uh, I think, uh, the last week tonight with John Oliver, he was bringing up that the they actually had like a million uh, of these vaccines back in the early two thousands that just went to waste because they they uh, they expired instead of mm. giving it to um, communities in Africa who actually do uh, who still are, are are affected by monkeypox and uh, like who are, have been affected for a while now and instead of just giving that away they uh, they just let them expire and they had to just toss them all and it seems it's really sad but um, and now what we're doing is we're rationing because if you like this email to me is is there's a second category which you haven't even talked about yet but um, it's saying hey you're one of those people. Yeah. Come get your vaccine. Like, that's what the email is basically trying to tell me. And okay. But uh, what I've learned is they are, they are cutting the potency of the vaccine, I think by a fifth. And instead of doing an intramuscular shot, they're doing um, a uh, subdermal shot. So you get a smaller dose underneath your skin. And apparently it's an unpleasant um, day after the shot is yeah. it like the covid vaccine where you just knocked out or is it is it just uh arm sore i think some some people can be knocked out but it mm. i guess it gives you like 
uh, it gives you a bump, a welt, whatever mm-hmm. they, um, there's, I think there's a special name for it when you have a, like a welt there. Uh, mm. And apparently it itches like crazy and it can give you uh, a fever. And, mm-hmm. and um, I think for some people it can, it can knock you out for a day. Mm. It just depends. Everybody, everybody's always different. Yeah. Right. Well, the smallpox, it was injected into your muscle and it actually gave you a, like a dimple, like it gave you a scar where it would eat away the, uh, I, I don't know what the the whole science behind it, but it would actually cause a huge divot into your, your muscle on your arm there. So mm. did, did you ever get the smallpox uh, vaccine, Dick? It seemed, you're, no. you're, you're a little older than I am. I don't know if that was still around back then. No, I just right on the cusp. Mm. so yeah like i have family members who have that because they're older than me but mm-hmm. i, I mm. escape got it yeah. uh the, well, the other vaccine for monkeypox that they have which they're not giving out because it's a live virus that can actually cause monkeypox oh. uh, i think has the same side effect like it can leave a scar oh weird mm. uh do, do you think you're gonna get the vaccine or just like i'm not at a yes. high risk or you are gonna get the i vaccine. got invited to a party uh, like a birthday celebration mm-hmm. at you know the gay bars, and I have trips I'm taking, and I just don't want to be like, because like I guess the rate has doubled in Los Angeles. You said the oh. rate or rape? Rate. Rate. Oh, the rate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yikes! Yeah. They're getting to a whole new category there, something that we don't want to chat about. But um, yeah, the rate has doubled for monkeypox in in LA. Well, it's a highly populated I'm area. The gay community specifically. Gay community. So. Yeah. So, I, you know, I want to just take certain precautions and get that. Like friends of mine have gotten the vaccine. And yeah. I want to take get the vaccine, too. And then and then I can mm-hmm. kind of open up my behavior again. Mm-hmm. So, have you yeah. have you met anybody or do you know anybody who has or has had monkeypox or? No, mm-hmm. I only know people who've gotten the vaccine Got it. or started yeah. like it's a, it's two shots, four weeks apart. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how these vaccines work. Yeah. You get a shot of the thing that makes your I don't know the science behind this, but mm-hmm. why why do we always have to get two shots? Yeah. It, why are we always from like, oh that first one let your weekend. immune system know yeah. that had to do something, but the second mm-hmm. one said now it's go time immune mm-hmm. system. Yeah. Like, it's your helper T cells. They have to create the antibodies from the weakened um the weakened virus strain and i don't for some reason they need another round of it to make sure that it is completely because it's a weakened so yeah i do want to point out the second group that that they say qualifies because Mm -hmm. this is interesting um persons of any gender or sexual orientation who engaged in commercial and or transactional sex in the past 14 days for example sex in exchange for money shelter food and other goods or needs so instead of just saying prostitution they're just they have Foods, to go through a, a huge yeah. description well, guess, of what uh, that is yeah sex I, I workers people yeah like <laughs> victims of of i don't know human trafficking would fall category oh yeah i guess so yeah it's very vague um well i don't want to leave you out of it have you have you seen it have you do you know anybody who's had monkeypox or the vaccine yet no No? well not that i know of all right i might know have have the vaccine at some point you'll know me yeah, there you go. When are you are you gonna go to that uh, the the clinic there or whatever? They well, I was. Have? I'm gonna call them up and mm-hmm. and get this started. I probably I want to get if I can get the shot like right away. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do that so I can recover and then I go on my trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I can come back and then do the second 
shot. So that would mm-hmm. be kind of optimal. But I had to wait because, as you know, I was potentially going to serve on jury duty and I did not want to get the monkeypox vaccine. <laughs> wow, you're on jury duty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, jury duty. We're yeah. like, I'm not feeling very well, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we will. We might bring this up later. We have another uh, uh, subtopic to talk about with uh, the monkey uh, pox vaccine. But do uh, we may have a caller coming in? Wells, do we have anybody calling in right now? Yeah, we have Autumn, and she's having an issue with orgasms. All mm. right. Hello, you're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I'm Diane, and I am Chet. Is this Autumn? Hello? It is. Hey, hello. Hi. Hello. How are you doing tonight, Autumn? Oh, I'm doing great now that I'm speaking with you guys. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Very glad uh, to have you. Confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So you're having a problem with orgasms, is that correct? Or you just have questions about orgasms? Uh, yeah, I, I am having a little uh, problem as it pertains to orgasms that I'd love to, uh, you know, get your opinion on and perhaps mm-hmm. you could help. Yeah, we we, uh, we love orgasms and have a lot of uh, tips on how to achieve them. So what's what's going on? Uh, well, I seem to be having this problem. Um, you know, I'll get going. Things are progressing nicely, having a fantastic time. And then just as I'm about to get to the point where I know orgasm is imminent, my brain will sort of like switch to this place where I get this really inappropriate image. Like mm-hmm. it would be, you know, like my parents or like yeah. my cat watching me or like, mm. like the idea of sex with like a Republican or something. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, boom, like zero and I have to start over again. Uh. And this weird like compulsion and it happens over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's disrupting my life. Yeah, I totally understand. I, I have it too. If they, but um, I'm still able to come though. Cause I, I mean, it might be different for a man. Um, just random images pop in my head. Nothing like it's not sexual at all. It's not even inappropriate. It's yeah. just like a dump truck. <laughs> like um, you know the that that place when I was a kid that I went to go get uh, candy and comic books like and just it's like happens like right as I'm coming but for a man when you get to that spot you know there's it's it I've I've practiced edging and so like it, I it's actually really difficult to like hold back the orgasm there's a point of no return and for me when I get that image in my head it's I'm past that point of no return so it's just like I'm coming to you know like launch pad McQuack I'm just like what the fuck (laughs) where is that coming from yeah like it's just some random like image that has like nothing to do with anything like sexual like I was like should I be concerned that I'm thinking about this but no I I totally understand but I, I feel if a woman was to have this uh, it would it, it, with Diane it, when a woman is completely it, it, orgasm is is it's a process for a man it's just like it's it's a it's less of a mission it's a less of a grab and pull and it's you're a done. grab and pull and done but for a woman you have to like set the stage you have to get in a mental state you have to commit mm-hmm. and you have to fully 
turn you yourself know, on first and follow through to the mm-hmm. to the very very end and to the very last orgasm wait, or else it's wait not wait wait clean. wait diane are you saying that having sex or having an orgasm is like getting ready for work Oh yeah, yes. it's it's a long process. Yes. Seriously, you're like, ah, yes. oh, you want to chat? Like, you yeah. two have a lot of sex. Like, you chat. Mm-hmm. You really want to have sex? Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let me get out yeah. my, my list, my yeah. do my little run book of things I'm supposed to. Is that how it works for women? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're more, well, uh, it depends yeah. on the woman, of course. Oh yes. But uh, I mean, for the majority, you really have to turn yourself on in the mm-hmm. morning. And yeah. Get in it's, the mood. it's an all day process. Mm-hmm. Like you really, if you're a man and you're just like, you know what? I'm horny. Like, you know, Grab what? And pull, yeah. Yeah. well, no, I'm saying like, if, if you <laughs> oh, yes. are like, I don't want to say, I hate using the word courting, but you know, it's like, if, if you're a consensual couple, like that, that happens to be like, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's, let's have some sex tonight. And, and as a man that like, you know, you need to turn on your partner. It's an all day event. Like you really have to you know, woo her throughout the whole day for her to get aroused and get in the mood. And by... uh, Can't do the time. Don't do the crime, baby. Exactly. So, um... Wow, I am learning. Wow. That is (laughs) quite a metaphor. (laughs) Uh, So... uh, Maybe that's not the the best metaphor. Honestly, I think you're missing the boat here. Yeah, because well, you said you're having trouble, like you're getting to that point of orgasm, mm-hmm. and then and then you're unable to have the orgasm. Yeah, it's like the thought like pops into my head, and then mm. they like sort of moment, and yeah. then I feel like I gotta start getting ready for work again. You know what I mean? And that's a long mm-hmm. process. Yeah, it can. Yeah, that's, be. that's Autumn, happened to me before. That's Autumn yeah. those described like said things of her parents, right? I think potentially you feel shame about the orgasm because because i've always noticed this like you never think of your parents having sex while driving right (laughs) like you've never ever had that thought because if you did you freak out and crash the car right (laughs) i i I, I can imagine that but sure yeah so i'm saying go i'm sorry god go ahead Oh, no, I was going to say, at first, you know, I, I thought, like, you know, is it a shame thing? Because I for sure grew up Catholic, and I understand that there's, you know, a lot of shame there. But it'll be weird things, like, all of a sudden, I'm, like, in a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit, like, mm-hmm. surrounded by kids. It doesn't seem to be shame. It just seems to be, like, what weird, effed up thing can my brain think of? Yeah, it's completely like, random. It to, like, have any fun. And the okay. more I try to, the more I try to stop it and like think sexy thoughts, it just gets even worse. Well, maybe you can like, incorporate so. some kind of fancy fantasy in with it. Like you could introduce maybe Henry Cavall into the ball pit mm. and get freaky with that, yeah, or maybe. whoever one of your celebrity yeah. crushes. Yeah, I like I was saying, like I have the same thing every once in a while. It doesn't happen to me every time, but every once in a while it'll pop into yeah. my head. Um, and and it. Peter, who is another one of our uh, um, guest experts, he we've had this discussion in the past, and he's also had that. Uh, he, he also has mm-hmm. this as well. But um, it, I can't imagine having that as a woman, where it would pull you back, so you couldn't actually achieve orgasm. So. I'm trying to figure out from a standpoint where it happens that if I have experienced and also like what I've experienced with Diane and how she get can get pulled out of a moment at the at a split second. Um, 
Uh, what is this more for masturbating or is it from sex with a partner? You know, I find it both. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I find it with, uh, you know, when I'm masturbating that I can take more time and try to like, you know, have it happen again. And with a partner, while I'm sure that they would be open to that process, it just seems to take so long that I, I don't want to, you know, have them, (laughs) first of all, I don't want to let them know what's going on in my head because I don't want them to think think I'm crazy, but you know, it just, it seems a little bit more embarrassing with a Mm -hmm. partner. Yeah. And then you can't, you can't orgasm when the, uh, with a partner and, and you feel, I, I, I don't know. I want to how... know what this list of things that you think about are though, the random things that pop up in your head. Mm-hmm. Because you mentioned your parents and you mentioned a ball pit of children. So like what else is on this list? Like, I, I really, uh... I, I, I'm also interested, but I just want to, I want to point out that it has like, I don't think it has anything to do with like self-conscious or like Freudian theory or anything. It's, it's just more OCD. It's like completely random. Like I, cause mm-hmm. I get it too. And it's just like the shit that pops up in my head. I'm just like, that has nothing to do. It might be pulling from subconscious, but man, mm-hmm. the brain is very strange and we still haven't figured it out. So I, I think wouldn't... part of it is trying not to think about other stuff because I get this sometimes too. Yeah. yeah. Where you, just there's something in your brain that's like, what's a weird thing that I shouldn't think about while I'm having an orgasm? And then trying not to think something like that, you think something like that. Yeah. Right. Like Autumn, if yeah. you're walking across a bridge, do you ever think, I wonder what it's like if I were to jump off this bridge? <laughs> Good oh, yeah. God. That's super like dark. a dark turn. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Autumn, but go I, ahead. No, she said, yeah, right, yeah. And you and yeah. I are saying, I have that thought too. Like, I don't want to jump off the bridge, but but I'm on the bridge. So immediately my brain's like, hmm, what's that like? Okay. Yeah, Not I'll be thinking like public and like driving, like riding the bus. And I'll be like, what if I just like pushed the bus driver out of the way and took this bus? Like just weird stuff like that pops into my head all the time. Yeah. So. I, I just yeah. was, hmm. thought you were going to say, like, pull the, the cord to, to stop where you don't need to stop, but you went uh, I've done to that. That taking that over the bus and thinking that you are uh, Sandra Bullock in uh, speed. speed, but yeah. So um, I, I'm trying to, have, um, I'm really racking my brain on how to help you out here, and I, I, I don't know, it seems like if you're with a partner, Find something that will really put you over the edge to not make you think about this. Like if you can also, oh, go ahead. Uh, like if you were, like if if penetrative sex doesn't all the time do it for you, but oral sex is always like a guarantee. Then you know what? Maybe you should switch up from like penetrative sex and like you know what? I only want to come from oral. Like if you can go ahead and uh, you know put your penis in but make sure to pull it out and then give me oral and then i'll come and then you go mm-hmm. ahead and penetrate and you come and so uh, like diane and i today actually uh we were a little tired from our festivities over the week and so we, were, we took a little nap but then we were uh cuddling and um we since our festivities were so uh involved we we actually didn't have sex for the last two to three days three days two days four days four days four days wow it's been four days since we had sex and so um i since we have sex so much i typically cannot 
make her orgasm just from oral. Uh, it, it's, um, I mean, it's sex is like a drug, you know, you, you build up a tolerance to it and then it takes more and more to actually make you have that high. And so, or for the high in this case is an orgasm. So, um, I, but since we haven't had it, uh, for a while, we, I, I was able to get her done first time in a long time, actually, just by yeah, oral. Yeah, you're losing your touch, babe. <laughs> I blame the fact that we have too much. Oh, I wouldn't say too much, but I uh, say it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. But, uh, we have sex so often that, um, she can't orgasm just from me, um, um, from cunnilingus so but i was able to do it today um it mainly just because what happens is i'm going in the same motion and like for a female like that motion right there feels great you need to keep on doing that but then as i keep doing that motion i've been I, with women that were fine with doing that yes motion. but i get a cramp like right here oh like and i can't like it's like my lot my jaw like will lock up and like i can't mm-hmm. lick anymore and then it'll just stop and like i was like it it's very very painful like uh but anyway so um going back to your question there autumn i would try and find something that's like a guarantee like a hundred percent or i was gonna also say you can find some grounding techniques to help you mm -hmm. be in the moment you can Mm -hmm. focus on your breathing Mm -hmm. you can focus on what are the five things you can hear around you explain that one like, what noises can you hear around you? What are five things you can hear mm-hmm. around you? Or what are five things you can feel? Mm-hmm. What does the skin feel like? What does the, the bed sheet feel like beneath me? What does the pillowcase feel like? Things to ground you and There's, get you in the moment and be in that moment. And that will help should help you. There's also breathing techniques. So there is, it's called the 478 uh, breathing uh, technique it's mm-hmm. where you you inhale for four beats and then you hold your breath for seven beats and then you exhale for eight beats and I've never tried this with sex it's I typically try to do this when I'm trying to fall asleep or just if I'm super stressed out it will calm you down and ground you uh, but if this is something that um, if you need to clear your mind it will definitely relax your nervous yeah, system yeah what it does you you focus on your breath and uh, it's meditation is all about focusing on your breath and clearing your mind so but the having that structure in there the 478 it clears your mind out of everything else that um, you can't uh, that distracts you from what you're doing and then after that you can clear your mind, focus on what you are actually feeling, and then uh, mm-hmm. do what Diane was saying there, and um, then boom, maybe. I, I yeah, it's 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 all about playing around with stuff. So mm-hmm. boom um, with something. Boom with something. So uh, do you have a regular <laughs> partner? Or are you sleeping with uh, multiple partners? Or yeah, nobody regular right now. Um, so it's just been some mm-hmm. some repeat. But for the most part, it tends to be just new uh, partners. Yeah, and it can be difficult with uh, if if you have new partners because it's it's can be a little bit more uneasy to chat about yeah. the things that you like. Uh, it's mainly in the back of your head. You're trying to think like, what can I do to make sure this person's like likes me? Basically, this is like, well, I got to do this yeah. thing to make them like me, and so. Um, 
I don't know. I, I would I would try to focus on somebody that you enjoy or having sex with, whether or not is is something like super attracted to, or who you feel is somebody that is really good at having sex, who's really pleasing you. Uh, you may have multiple partners, but then the the one person that kind of does it for you, stick with that person, and then really trying to hone in uh, those techniques and actually. Uh, maybe that will orgasm. I, I, I am curious though. I, I mean, are you able, how, how often do you actual orgasm or is it, does this happen every time or is it something that happens just every once in a while? It happens the majority of the time. And, uh, I, I'm usually able to do it eventually, mm-hmm. uh, just by sheer will. But the problem is, is like that first orgasm is usually the, like one of the most intense ones. And so mm-hmm. for me, when I, can't have that first one and have to keep building up over and over again. It's not as intense an orgasm. I don't know if that's different for guys. I know you were talking about edging, but I yeah. don't have that same experience of oh, yeah. it being more, more intense. Yeah, well, everyone's yeah. different. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, it, it, you can't just put a label or just say, like, oh, this is how it is. It's like um, some yeah. people feel that edging for women and men can be more exhilarating. Um uh, edging is more about having a lot of small orgasms instead of just one huge orgasm. So uh, it goes mm-hmm. toward, toward into um, like Taoist uh, philosophy that sexual energy mm-hmm. should be maintained and it will fuel you fuel you through your day. Like to actually orgasm will release that sexual energy so that you can't experience that through your life. So. Um, some people will edge and then they will never actually orgasm. They will just almost get to the point of orgasm and pull it back. And then they will just go out through their, and the, that's the, in their sexual session like that. Um, and, and if that's something that you want to give it a shot, go for it. If you have a partner that can withstand that and, and go the distance with you, uh, you're getting really into some tantric sex then and, prolong prolonging your mm-hmm. sexual sessions and whatnot but okay. it, it's all about communication and whatnot but if if you feel that like you know what i really like that huge orgasm it's it, it does release a ton of endorphins it, it is a big stress reliever it, it can make you your makes all your muscles relax it, it is a good feeling and so mm-hmm. uh, like you don't have to Oh, I have to edge because that's what the Taoists believe. But you know, you're like, if you're not Taoist, who cares? Like, you know, like, do what makes you happy. Exactly. If if you feel that you want that big orgasm and then you want to fall asleep, and that's uh, that's what I do. I, I, that's it's sleep. Uh, like I, I suffer from insomnia sometimes, <laughs> and I love to have a huge orgasm, and then it makes me fall asleep, and I sleep great. But <laughs> if not all the time, not you're all, stressed. Though. Yeah, it it does it does. Um, I wake up at like three in the morning, but. And then Diane will get on top of me again uh, every once in a while. Um, once in a while. Every once in a while. But you'll just, like talk in your sleep. Or yeah. So apparently, I, I've seduced Diane while I'm sleeping, and then she <laughs> jumps on top of me, and then we have sex. So, um, yeah. But anyways, it is all 100% up to you what you want to do with uh, this, and I strongly encourage you to go ahead and. Uh, 
just be communicative. Yeah, that's not a word. Um, that yeah, is a word. It, communica- communicative yeah. to your partner that you feel that you have a the strongest sexual connection to and try different things. And if um, if you have that big orgasm, then you can achieve it. It's it's it really is all of our sexual connections is it's a quest in, in it's not about the end, but it's about the journey. And if you have fun on that journey, mm-hmm. then that is, you know, you're you're at those that you're succeeding there. So. Yeah. Well, that grounded that grounding thing sounds like a, a good idea. I'm definitely going to try that. Yeah, but uh, I I do want to let you know that this isn't weird. You're not different. This is normal. Like, it does happen. Um, I haven't heard this with with females, but it does happen with males. And uh, just because this isn't something that people talk about, there should be a term for it. Um, Wells, you seem like you've been typing away on the old computer there. Have you found anything that's... uh, that what the, this condition is called i have no idea if there's anything uh, like medical term for this at all no no mm. nothing no, he, he's, he's still looking uh. right now yeah yeah <laughs> never mind but uh it feels like there should be some type of condition or something that there should, should be some type of term for this and like i i if not we should just make one up right now I think it also has to do with anxiety where just random thought, thoughts pop well, into your head it's not anxiety though prior to the orgasm hmm uh, that, uh, that was a question for autumn what do you think about prior to the orgasm what, what's going through your head before you actually come well, you know, before it used to be nothing, uh, but now that this has sort of become a uh, pattern, really, I, I it's one of those things where my brain is having this thing of like, oh, please don't think about that. Like, please don't. Th-. So I try to think about mm. other things, like mm. things that do turn me on, sexual, mm. See, and feel yeah. like I'm doing good in this last minute. It's like, bam, you know, I just think about the fact that when I, you know, when I was selling Girl Scout cookies as a little kid, I came in second place. Like, yeah. Stuff like that happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that kind of does sound a little bit like anxiety, like you're so like concerned about um, not having this happen, that it's starting to uh, affect you. thoughts. Yeah. So I I get this weird, this, this uh, anxiety where I, I get, I I, I fear that I'm not going to get enough sleep. And so I just, that thought goes through my head that I'm not going to get enough sleep so I can't sleep. It's just like the, the stupidest thing ever. Um, but it, it's kind of the same for you. It sounds like for you, for when I have these thoughts that pop in my head, like I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just like, oh, this feels so good. Oh, I love this. Oh, I'm about to come. And then like, you know, you know Edgar Martinez from the Seattle Mariners in 1996 pops in my head. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where does that come from? Like, how is that is even relevant? No, I mean, <laughs> it depends on who you are, but I, I don't find him attractive. But so. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, if you said Griffey or Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe. Everybody loves A Rod. Um, but yeah, I mean, Edgar. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah, yeah I, I mean, 
if you want to see a actual professional, a counselor, and just kind of dive deeper into the psyche of something, that, uh, you mentioned a lot of things that happened in your in your childhood. For me, it's just like completely random mm-hmm. things, just like uh, that has nothing to do with anything. Um, I, I don't know if that's your uh, what's popping into your head, but you mentioned a few things that happened during your childhood with like mm-hmm. you know ball pit. Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if yeah, if you want to go down, you know, actually explore that, they, I'm sure there's some medical professionals, uh, some therapists that can go ahead and mm-hmm. uh, give you some insight on that. But um, I, I would go ahead and view those other things that we mentioned there to really uh, help you out with your orgasms there. Yeah, I will. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, it was, it was. This was a longer call, but uh, you know what? We felt this was a very uh, uh, topic that we really wanted to help you out with, and we really appreciate you uh, taking the time with us, Autumn. And I hope you have a good night and safe, 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 consensual there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. No, thank you. Have good a good night. night. Thanks. Good night. Bye bye. Bye. Um, yeah, wow. Mm. Uh, have you guys, uh, Wells, have you had that at all? It seems like you kind of, yours was more about having, uh, it, it seemed like you were trying to focus on not ejaculating. So you think of something, other thing, like I'll, I'll think about like baseball or, or mm. statistics oh, if I, I try do not that to. Too, yeah. But it's also like when I'm about to reach orgasm. And my brain is like, wouldn't it be weird if you thought about this? And then I think about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or wouldn't like, it be weird if you thought about this person instead? And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think about uh, that. It's not even like I'm thinking about somebody else other than the person I'm having sex with. It's it's just like, you remember Baja Blast when it came out and talk about it? It's like, what? <laughs> Like, like, uh, like your uh it feels like your mind's trying to fuck with you. Like you have some self-loathing yeah. issues there. Like you're just like, hey asshole, here's a butterfinger. <laughs> like think about that. <laughs> like, I don't know. No. All right, Dick. Yeah, uh, wh- what about you? Uh, this is this pop up into your head whenever you're about to orgasm. No, this phenomenon does not happen to me. I have a very good focused <laughs> focused mind yeah. on either now, now my I might think about other people and if I'm in an encounter yeah. with a guy, that'll mm-hmm. happen. Sometimes I'm yeah. trying to juice myself up, but if I'm masturbating, uh, you know, I have some go to thoughts in my head that I play through mm-hmm. all the way to the end. But now I'm I'm more concerned about me after having had this conversation because <laughs> Because I think I'm going to have the same phenomenon that, like, when I saw those ads for restless leg syndrome, where I've never even heard of this uh, thing. Yeah. Like, I'm afraid I'm about to jerk off tonight and at the very last minute think of Autumn selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, like, this is nothing, this was never a concern of mine. And now I'm like, this is about to happen to me. Ah. <laughs> uh. Diane, has this ever popped in your head? Like I, I random know, people. Well, random people, yeah. Like you think of Caval or Margot Robbie, but never like any random like objects or just events that have happened. Maybe some sales that are going on. 
like at Macy's. Yeah, I was like, like, I need to buy this before it expires. And then you, but like, I feel like that's something that would hold you back from orgasming, but not, uh, does it, like for, for me, like, I guess it's like I was saying with Autumn, like it's different for a woman, but for, for me, it's, it's something that pops in my head and then I still orgasm. Like, it's just like, Mm. I'm at that point of no return. And then this random, uh, thought pops into my head, you know, like, uh, all that Oompa Loompa that says, what do you get when you guzzle down sweets? And then all of a sudden I ejaculate. It's just like, like, that all kind of makes sense for some reason in my head. I know, right? Me too. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? (laughs) (laughs) So like, like, uh, I mean, I, I, well, the point of no return is like a real possi- possibility for men, but I feel for women, like it just is there like a point of no return. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a penis, so I can't really compare. I, I feel like you. There's been some spots where like you started to orgasm, something's happened, and oh, like yeah, then you get you... pissed. Like you're just like ah, I was I was starting. I think you moved a yeah. certain direction, and then you you did this thing, yeah. and and like it like for for a woman, like I was saying earlier, like you have to follow through to the very last orgasm or else it it's not complete and it's it's yeah so yeah it's completely different like a man you just can't stop it you're just like ah! and there's come all over although but, um, i can have a smaller orgasm if mm-hmm. something happens in the middle you know yeah. that kind of interrupts it but you can't yeah. stop the flow of the sperm coming out exactly once it's so, coming yeah. So you, uh, have, I, you can have a second orgasm, like I, but like are the sum of the parts equal to the whole? Mm-hmm. I've done that, or like you're, you you try to edge and then you come and then, um, but you're not, it's not a full on explosion yeah. orgasm, and then you're able to like it, like your your penis will go down a little bit and it'll lose uh, momentum be, there. Yeah, but then you know it thoughts and what's happening it, it gets right back up and you're like let's go at it again and then uh the, but I, I do feel that the second time when you have that that full orgasm it's not as intense like it's still it's like 75 percent you know like the first one that you had was 25 like I, I feel like there's a whole like summation of parts so you know like you only have 100 percent of energy and then uh, the 25% yeah. happens in the beginning, and then you're only going to hit 75% next time. I don't know. I'm thinking more mathematician stuff. But, um, yeah, so... Probably not the right thing to do in the bedroom. No. Mathematics. No, well, that's what yeah. helps me not come. So there you go. I'm thinking about theorems and postulating whatnots. Um, Put a bunch of drawings on the wall and mm-hmm. paper clippings mm-hmm. for like a do beautiful, beautiful mind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Start drawing on the uh, um, the bed frame, mm-hmm. uh, different formulas and whatnot. So uh, there was one topic we wanted to talk about. We might have another caller coming in, but uh, w- uh, we'll keep the uh, the old boards open for anybody else calling in. But uh, we wanted to get back to the monkeypox thing. We, we, there was another story that was related to this. Uh, Dick, do you want to talk about that, or is it oh, Wells? I thought well, well, well uh, Wells, it, Wells, man, Wells, do you Wells have it up? it up? Wells, do you have it up? Yeah. So there was a 36-year-old man in Italy 
who went to Spain and had unprotected sex with multiple men and then came back and was diagnosed with COVID, monkeypox, and HIV. And it's something that scientists are actually concerned about Mm. is this combination happening all at the same time. Because, of course, HIV transmitted through unprotected sex, monkeypox transmitted towards rubbing up against somebody, and COVID generally transmitted through uh, um, someone's breath, like droplets in their uh, respiratory system. So all three can easily happen at the same time. Yeah, the, the, the trifecta of, of infections there. So I, I feel like this is something that's like super rare, but it is a concern. Like, like, I feel like the HIV is the most important thing like that we should be concerned about. Like in when you first contract HIV, you're not like your immune system's not super compromised. It's still like intact. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I, I'm no um, immunologist or whatever it's called. Uh, I am not a scientist, so I don't know if uh the man survived or i'm sure i'm assuming so that would be pretty grim if he's still put, alive yeah so i mean i feel like at first they would go ahead and and uh, combat the covid COVID, the covid strains have been weakened somewhat since the original strain and then the monkey pox and i mean it's going to be a rough uh well this guy is going to be uh, have a rough life but uh, the first two to three months is going to be pretty rough for him, and then he's going to have to take the HIV medication that will suppress it, and then he'll be able to live a normal life. But, I mean, it's it's not like, I feel like we're just like, he's got Ebola, he has, uh, you know, explosive diarrhea, uh, I, I, but... No, <laughs> I know you're just riffing there. I am riffing, and it was a bad riff. It was a really bad riff. Explosive so. di- sure, explosive diarrhea. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to list of stuff like, we're talking like, about. Yeah, what's worse than Ebola? I don't know. Uh, nothing. I don't know. I, I couldn't. No. I couldn't. I was, I was pouring your eyes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, look, all three of these diseases are generally at this point because of modern science are not fatal like people mm-hmm. are generally not dying of monkeypox and people mm-hmm. are generally not dying of covid 19 and because of because of the new cocktails and, and you know uh, medications um also not dying of hiv living full, mm-hmm. full mm-hmm. lives however this guy had a very bad day yeah, like a super, super bad. bad day. And mm-hmm. it does give you pause when you think like he probably, you know, it was just one. Well, maybe he had, he had you said he had multiple sex partners. So but in theory, you could get it all at once because mm-hmm. they're all different diseases from transmission. And it's like. Woo, like. I don't know, it gives you pause. It just gives you pause to, to think that that can happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a serious one. Um, well, we want everybody to have very safe sex out there. Uh, use protection when you can. Uh, so, I guess with the monkeypox, like it it seems like even if you have a condom on, uh, it depends on if the person has some type of infection. Just I, I really have no. I mean, it, it's transmitted for anal and also for oral. 
but then you, if you touch some type of lesions, you still can get it. Or mm -hmm. if it's on the bedding, you can still yeah, get it. Yeah, that's quite the... Yeah, it, it, it's just like the, the recommendation from like in different county, like LA County or the CDC is like, stop having sex. You're like, well, I mean, that's not exactly uh, going to work. Uh, you can't just tell people to stop having sex, but we, you gotta, you just gotta be smart about it. Um, I mean, if you have a fever, if you have a rash, don't go ahead and, uh, engage in any type of sexual conduct or don't go out, stay home. Um, uh, somebody just popped in, uh, it says, Kyle, uh, since we we're talking about six, what are each of your favorite holes on your partner? Uh, I like, I like my mouth. I don't know, but <laughs> I should have read that before I just I said it on your loud. partner. Yeah, no, I, well, vaginas, oh. uh, those are great. But anyways, going back to what I was talking about, uh, thank you very much, Kyle in the CV uh thanks for that comment but we're um what i was discussing is that we sh should just be like uh, conscious about if your partners are or your partner is infected and it's like you just gotta look at for the warning signs whether or not they are um they have any type of lesions or, or bumps or whatever so mm -hmm. i don't know what are your uh what are your views there dick on what specifically? It's like, do you? What are your recommendations on how to avoid monkeypox? You want? Oh, you want oh, my recommendation? Get vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> possibly take a break up until the point that your vaccine is done. Like, look. Got it. I've I've said that. I've told you this in the past that, um, like getting crabs right which is an std what was the message of that it's it's that you're living a really good life and, <laughs> right uh and you know but we can cure these things and whatnot and it's kind of like it's like it's like nature's cooling off period in a certain sense right you get the disease and you're like okay i'll just take a break like i've you know my penis has been in overdrive need to let it need to let it rest a little bit mm -hmm. it's just kind of balancing the universe and i think that if you take that mindset of hey i'm at risk for these diseases because i'm a pretty popular person right <laughs> popular i think, got it yeah i think it's okay for you to just like let's take a step back for a couple of weeks or a month or you know get my vaccines and right especially with covid and monkeypox which are so transmissible hiv has prep and treatments that you if you want to be active or you can use a condom to perfect protect yourself from that so so while i say take it very seriously uh there are different types of measures you can take and still live a life but like monkeypox like you know just just chill get the vaccine chill for a little bit it's temporary and then get back in there and start winning awards got it mm -hmm. all right well you heard it from dick tonight uh Get your vaccine for monkeypox and then get back in it and start winning awards. So mm. we're going to end the show there tonight. Uh, thank you so much to Wells and to Richard Colby. Uh, uh, please stay safe, sane, and consensual. And please stay sex positive, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>